You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing, funny stories so that we all feel less alone in our imperfections and forge connection through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. And today I have with me fellow podcaster, Ashley Smith. Ashley is a mama to two sweet children. She started her blog and podcast, both called Mighty Mamahood, with the goal of supporting other mamas, encouraging them, and letting them know that whatever they're going through, they're not alone in their struggles. Too often, we think no one could possibly understand what we're going through or how we're feeling as mothers, so her goal is to normalize all of the things, the good, the bad, the crazy, because it's not just you. Ashley, thank you so much for being with me today. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Me too. I think our missions are so similar. I love that you are trying to be transparent and help moms get through and feel less alone. What made you start your blog? You know, when I got pregnant with my daughter, I did the thing where you join every Facebook mom group. (laughs) Yes. And so I did that. And I just saw a lot of like judgment and felt too embarrassed to even ask questions or like put my comments out there. And this is while I'm pregnant, like before I've even had my kid. You're like, well, this is a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, it was it wasn't great. I'll be honest with you. So that was like really discouraging to me. And then I kept, you know, scrolling social media and seeing all these really nice, pretty feeds. And this is after I've already had my daughter. And I'm like, yo, that's not how it's going for me. But good for you. Yeah, life is a photo shoot. I haven't washed my hair in a week over here. Like, seriously, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I started to realize that's a bunch of crap. People are, you know, bribing their kids with ice cream to get that nice photo. And behind the camera, there's like a huge mountain of laundry, like that's all there, but they're filtering it out. So I kind of felt like we needed more people to be unfiltered and just be honest about how hard parenting is sometimes. So that's where this came from. And I do agree. Like, I think our missions are pretty much the same. Mm hmm. Yeah, like, let's show our underbellies. Let's lower the bar for each other. Seriously. We're not like celebrating mediocrity. We're just saying we're human. Things go wrong. It doesn't mean we're bad moms. It doesn't mean we're, you know, unworthy friends. It doesn't mean any of that. Furthermore, when we can laugh together about our imperfections, it it really does go so far to create a bond. We're not only lowering the bar for each other, but we're actually bonding with each other, which creates support, which helps our lives. Definitely. And I think, you know, normalizing being human is super important because I started feeling just not like I was measuring up to every other mom that I saw. And I'm like, this isn't accurate. Things are much different than what we're seeing. So if just a handful of us can share what it's really like, it'll give people kind of the permission to not have to feel like they have to be perfect all the time, which is really good, I think. (laughs) Me too. Okay, well, fill in the blanks about who you are and what you do. I live in Florida. I was born and raised in northern Michigan. We moved here about three years ago because winter sucks. Mm -hmm. I have a four and a six-year-old, a little boy and a little girl. I'm a nanny, and I've been pretty much nannying since my daughter was born. And uh, before that, I mean, I'm pretty young. I'm only 25. So before that, I worked at Culver's, and that's it. (laughs) Delicious. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) making it fresh. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. You're living the warm life in Florida now. I'm jealous. I'm in Montana. (laughs) It's especially nice in the (laughs) wintertime. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, let's get to know you a little better with your rapid fire questions. If you had 24 hours alone in your home with no pressing to do's, what would you do with your time? 
I would definitely be reading the stack of books on my nightstand or crocheting because I'm an old lady at heart and I love to crochet and embroider. So one of those three things. (laughs) Oh, that's so fun. I have a stack of knitting supplies that my 16-year-old gave me last year for Christmas still sitting by my recliner because I'm an old lady too. But I haven't even dived into it yet because I'm so far behind I am on life. But it makes me happy when I look at it. So I got that going for Yeah, me. it's the, it's a decoration. If it makes yeah. you happy, that's all that matters. Oh, someday I'm going to knit. <laughs> yeah, someday. Yeah, I just actually a month ago or so taught my mom how to crochet and she's been hooked ever since. She just finished like a giant blanket and I'm like, dude, I don't know where you're finding all the time, but good for you. You're like, you overachiever. I never should have taught you how to do that. Seriously. If she's made like a bunch of scarves and I'm like, okay, you can slow down a little bit. You're showing me up a little bit here. (laughs) Oh gosh, that's so cute. I have a girlfriend that I Zoom with once a month and we were talking today and she was showing me pictures of this family vacation that she and her family just took. And they were in this giant Airbnb and I had 10 bedrooms and 10 bathrooms and it had a heated oh my pool gosh. with a slide and a basketball court and cornhole and a golf, like a little mini golf course. So crazy. So basically like a dream house. Yeah. Like this house. I'm like, so you basically stayed in an amusement park is what you're telling right. me. <laughs> it was like all her, all of her extended family, her siblings and they all have kids college age. And so it sounded like so much fun. So fun. Yeah. So we were flipping through some of her pictures from her trip and she showed me this thing called a puzzle caddy. I think that's what it was called. Okay. So here's another way in which I'm an old lady. I love to do puzzles, but I have cats. Cats do not respect the necessary integrity of a completed puzzle, right? They bat the pieces everywhere. (laughs) They're so rude. They're so rude. So there's this thing, like this tray that you could put the puzzle out on and then it has this little top thing. Oh, I'm like... I'm so no. and Yeah, it's so cool. So you can just put the top on and then you can pull your puzzle back out another time and keep working on it. That is so can. cool. I know. And so I'm, but then I was scolding myself. I was like, Joanne, you told Bailey last year you wanted to learn how to knit. She got you this whole kit of stuff. And now it's like, the last thing I need is more leisure activities that I don't have time to do. <laughs> someday, right. someday I'm going to get that puzzle caddy. <laughs> yes. I feel the same way. That thing sounds amazing, by the way. Yeah, I feel like I keep picking up hobbies or like, I feel like I buy a book like every week. And it's like, (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't know where I think I have the time for that because I don't but they're there for whenever I have that 24 hours with no pressing to do's that you mentioned. Totally. Well, you know, when my kids were your kids ages, they're 16 and 18. Now, I one of my hobbies was to literally read about hobbies because it was relaxing. And it was like, <laughs> it's so embarrassing to say that, but like, I love to sew, but I never have time to sew. But in the evenings, I'd be like reading sewing blogs. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yes. Me too. I, I go, I love doing like DIY projects. So I'll scroll all these DIY blogs and like, oh, that looks so fun. And it would only cost me like $200 for all the supplies. <laughs> and I just, I just like live vicariously yeah, through other people me. who actually can do it. Yes, totally. I'm with you. I all get right. it. Okay. Do you have a recurring dream? Okay. I do. And I'm so glad you asked this because I have this really <laughs> weird dream. So I can't remember when I started having it and I haven't had it for a while, but I was in the mall back home. It's like this really little mall that's been basically abandoned forever because a store will move in and move out within like a month. In my dream, there's some stores in the front and I'm walking through and then I like get to the middle of the mall and the lights are like flickering on some of the stores because they're like going out of business or something. And then at the back of the mall, 
everything's closed. And so I walk into this room because why wouldn't you walk into a dark, empty room by yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And I go in and there's like the entrance to a Disney ride. And then I get on it and then I have this feeling that it's not going to be a fun ride and that's it. (laughs) It's like the lamest dream ever and I've had it so many times and I don't understand it. (laughs) That is so weird. Seemingly super random for something that is recurring. I can totally see that having that dream one time, but having it over and over again. It's your mind trying to tell you. <laughs> I know it's so weird. The mall and like I'm getting on something that's going to be fun and then it's not. Like I don't know what it is. I'm sure there's some kind of psychology behind it, but it is weird. Stores are failing and things are kind of dingy and oh. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. <laughs> that's a weird one. I'm a dream junkie. I love hearing about people's dreams. I'm going to have to chew on that for a while. If I come up with anything, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, chew on it and let me know whatever you spit out after because I well. have... I've chewed on it for a while and I'm like, huh, okay. Like, all right, brain, whatever you got to do. Right. What is your favorite thing about the place you live? The fact that I can go outside with my kids any day of the year and there's no snow. There's like rain season where it rains a lot, but it's either really hot or like in the winter, it's just tolerable and it just feels really good. So back home, I always felt like, you know, I'd get the kids ready to go play outside and it was maybe five minutes before somebody got snow in their boot and wanted to go in. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like so much work to take them outside. And here it's like sunblock and shoes and you're good to go. So that's definitely my favorite thing about here. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Because, you know, being a mom is a lot of work. All those little things, man, by the end of the day, they add up until you're pulling your hair out. And if you can eliminate some of that stuff, that's quality of life right there. It really is. <laughs> Okay, what TV show are you hooked on or what's been your favorite binge watch? Okay, I'm super late to the game, but I'm watching Gilmore Girls right now and I'm hooked on it. I'm so happy for you. I love Gilmore Girls. We were really late to the game too. My girls and I watched it. Yeah, Yeah, it's so good. I watched The Office and Parks and Rec probably a thousand times and then I'm like, okay, I need a new comfort show. And I tried Gilmore Girls and I was obsessed and I think I'm in season three or four. And I'm kind of glad it took me so long to find it because I love it. I just I'm so into it. My parents are watching it right now. It's so cute. Like my (laughs) my dad, who's a retired neurosurgeon. Mom's like, dad loves it. (laughs) It's the characters are so sweet and the town's so pretty. I'm like, I know. (laughs) I know. I was just telling my friend, like, I wish I could live there. Oh, me too. I do too. It's like my dream town. Yeah, me too. I love a small town. Going and doing stuff on foot, I love, which really you can only do if you live close into a small town or if you live in a big city that has, you know, multiple neighborhoods that have everything you would need within walking distance. I mean, they have everything in walking distance on Gilmore Girls. And I'm like, I want that. I want to walk to Luke's diner and across the street to the grocery store. Exactly. It's just such a good comfort, feel good show. I like a good thriller, but I just like to come home and fold laundry and just, ah, Gilmore Girls. (laughs) The dialogue is really witty and the people Mm -hmm. in it are good people who care about each other. And I love that. But they all have flaws and that's just, it's really real, I think. It really is. There's a lot that is unrealistic about it, but so much of like that they're letting like actual humanity shine through there. I love that show. They are. And I I love the banter for sure, back and forth. How does she think of these things to say? Because it's fiction. But anyway, we love it. Right, because somebody spent a lot of time writing it. (laughs) Who would have thought? 
<laughs> kind of like the dialogue in John Green books. I'm like, this dialogue is so delicious. Completely unrealistic, but delicious nonetheless. Right? It's it's almost like someone spent hours and hours writing it. Holding <laughs> it. Yeah. And trying to play it off like a spontaneous conversation. No wonder we all feel like idiots. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay. If you could have any celebrity be your best friend, who would you pick? Mindy Kaling. I love her. Yes. You're not the first one to say her. Really? That's awesome. Like I said, I love The Office. And then Mm -hmm. once I started like looking more into the production of The Office and the writing and everything she did behind the scenes. So incredible. She's just an amazing woman. And then she has like two or three books and I've read them a zillion times just Mm because that's like my feel good book. She's funny. Mm -hmm. She's real. And she's just a breath of fresh air in the celebrity world. And I love her style. And I just think she would be so fun to be friends with. Yes. Well, as you know, the point of this podcast is to share your not-so-fancy moments so that the listeners feel less alone, and also so that we can demonstrate the connection that gets forged when we laugh about ourselves together. So what do you have for us today? Okay, so I have a story I've never shared with anybody except for two people. (laughs) It was so embarrassing, and I'm really excited to like share it, and I hope somebody (laughs) laughs at me and just feels better about themselves. Okay. So like I said, I'm 25 and that's very relevant because this is a problem a 25 year old should not have. So you're a mom and you know, when they're little, you're always the one behind the camera and you're never really in the pictures. Mm -hmm. I took my kiddos to this Christmas outside activity thing. A couple of years ago, they were going to meet on an Elsa and there was all this fun stuff. And then they had which I didn't know about ahead of time, but they had this really nice photo set up in front of some pine trees and some Christmas decorations. And I was so excited to have a free picture with my kids that was professionally taken. So we waited in line for that forever. And my kids are eating candy canes as they're in line. So by the time we get up there, my son and my daughter are like, there's candy cane all over their face. They're just super sticky. And you can see it all over their face. And my son has a onesie and then some pants. And they're both completely different, very obnoxious patterns. (laughs) And then over top, to just pull the ensemble together, he has a blue knit sweater on, like a bright blue sweater. And my daughter was cute. She had some decent outfit on with dinosaurs on her shirt. So, you know, not like a Christmas (laughs) setup, but... A picture together nonetheless. So we finally get up in line and I'm so excited to have our family picture done. And I'm like thanking them like, thank you so much for taking this free picture for us. That's so nice of you. And I felt like my outfit was nice and I curled my hair. So I was just like over the moon about this picture. So they take the picture and as soon as the flash hits, there's like a change in their facial expression. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of weird. I bet the picture wasn't great, but it couldn't have turned out that bad. So then we're walking back to the car and I pull out my phone to look at the picture that got sent to me and my crotch was wet. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) While I was in line, I had like sneezed or coughed or something. (laughs) And 25-year-olds should not wet their pants, but I do. I will have you know. So I totally just like peed my pants right before going up for a picture and they totally saw it and I'm pretty sure that's why their faces all changed and it was just horrible. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It wasn't great. It wasn't one of my shining moments. 
Did you clap it or were your kids crotch high? Or were your faces together? Or nope. Were you like- nope. Nope. That's the best part. They were too short and they were standing. My son was like below my crotch. So my vagina is basically like the center Dang shining it. star of the photo. It's <laughs> oh, like chill. the star on top of the Christmas tree in all its glory, <laughs> shining chill. for everyone to look at. Oh, dang it. Yeah, it wasn't good. So I'm like, okay, this is not great, but it's not the end of the world because I have a best friend who's really good at Photoshop. Mm. So I send it her way. And after the initial like shock and laughter, yes, exactly. We've been friends for a long time. And actually, I'll interrupt myself to say this. The only other person I've told this story to was my grandma. And I, I'm really close with her. So I told her this and I told her I sent it to my friend and my grandma was like genuinely concerned that my friend was going to like use it as blackmail against Aww. me one day. And I'm like, how, what would she possibly use this for? But she was so concerned Furthermore, for me. What, what do you take my friend for? What kind of criminal genius do you take my friend for? Exactly. So and not to mention, what am I supposed to be eventually doing wrong that someone's going to need blackmail against me? You're like, Grandma, the thing is, I'm not going to run for president. I hope you're not holding your breath for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like, uh, thanks for your concern, but I think we're all set there. <laughs> so my friend edits it, and I have the screenshots of the edits because, she, bless her heart, she tried so hard. And in the end, it doesn't look bad unless you know what happened and you and then you can see the Photoshop. But I had at one point a butt gina. Like she really like <laughs> tried to make it look like there was a long seam, which in turn makes it look like, I, I guess just a flat butt. And, and then she turned it into like this really long crotch. And I'm like, I really appreciate you trying, but I don't think these are going to do it, but thanks. <laughs> so she ended up getting it and it was all good, but oh my gosh, it was, I don't know, just horrifying. Cause a lot, I mean, I look young. And a lot of times people assume I'm way younger than I am. And so the fact that I'm like 25 and look like I'm 18 and just peed my pants while waiting in line is not great for sure. (laughs) (laughs) It was not good. Maybe Santa Claus can bring you some of those period underwear this year and you can just wear them every day. Okay, so the funny thing is, I'm actually a brand representative for a company that sells those. Really? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, awesome. Yeah, you can find it on my Instagram. I am a representative for them for their bladder control underwear, which is... Perfect. You know, Hello. I grew up... Dream- Everyone else wanted to be like a president or a celebrity, and I always just really wanted to be a really young spokeswoman for bladder control underwear. You know, like that was definitely, that was my dream and it's come true. And I'm just in my prime right now, honestly. (laughs) Your wildest dreams. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just out here living the dream, wearing these really sexy underwear and just, (laughs) you know, just going with the flow, I guess you could say. Literally, Literally, like I'm talking, I breathe too hard and I'm just going with the flow. Don't try to go so, to a trampoline park. <laughs> yeah, we had a trampoline for a while and it was not great for me. <laughs> the funny thing is at my last OB appointment, I like mentioned that to her, like not as a concern because 
I mean, I've had two kids, so I guess whatever. It happens. But she like put her arm around me and she's like, oh, honey, you're way too young to be having this problem. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. Like, then. I don't really have control over it. Thank you very much. I'm not trying to have this problem. I just have it. <laughs> yeah. She was like, you're too young for this. This shouldn't be happening for you for several more years. And I'm like, I... You know, I really don't know what you want me to say. I would love if it wasn't happening to me. Right. She did not offer any solutions. She's just incontinence shaming you. Yeah, basically. And then she was like telling me about how I could strengthen my pelvic floor muscles or whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, I do that. Thank you. (laughs) But it is what it is. Dang it. So and then I don't know if you want to hear another embarrassing, somewhat similar story. Okay. (laughs) Recently, my six-year-old has some like behavioral stuff going on that we I've been trying to like reading every book, trying to figure out how I can help her. And part of this was going sugar-free. So I I did it with her. Both my kids did it with me, and we just did sugar-free diet as much as we could. So I had no sweets in the house. And the night before my son and daughter started school. I had a sweet tooth and I couldn't find anything. The kids' gummy vitamins were gone, which is like my (laughs) worst case scenario. Just eat like a handful of those. (laughs) It'll Um, do in a pinch. (laughs) Yeah, it'll do in a pinch. You want to know what really does it in a pinch though is uh, mixed berries, chewable, dulcolax, laxatives. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So I did in fact, because they are good, so good on them. I did, in fact, eat a few of those, (laughs) which wasn't great because the next day the kids started school and I was fine. Like I dropped my daughter off. That was all good. And then I took my son to afternoon preschool and I was feeling good, feeling fine, just, you know, a little emotional or whatever. When I go to pick him up later, I took him over to the park next door and some of the other moms went over there too. And I feel like it's kind of hard to make mom friends a lot of the times So one of the moms came over and was like complimenting my shorts. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Maybe I'm going to make a friend, which was embarrassing in itself. But I was so excited. So I'm like talking to her, trying to like make conversation or whatever. And suddenly I get this just horrible, like pit of hell feeling in my stomach. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Like, why do I feel so horrible? And I'm like talking to her and then suddenly realize like I need to leave right away. And then it dawned on me that I had eaten laxatives for fun the night before and uh, was paying for it the following day when I was trying to make some friends. So, yeah, I had to, like, jet out of there. And we haven't really talked since then, so I feel like my butt kind of ruined that chance. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you need to do the next time you see that gal. You have to be like, I have a funny story for you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the two of you can laugh about it and then you know you can see what kind of person she really is if she howls with laughter and you're good friends after that then it was worth it if not then no harm done you just move on you're not friends with her then I just anyway. keep doing what I'm doing and don't right. make too much eye contact in the pickup line exactly. <laughs> oh yeah that's so true that's kind of the person I am like I'll definitely eat laxatives if I if I need something sweet to eat and might as well talk about it if you're worthy of being friends with someone so weird as me, like, I guess we'll find out when I tell you that. <laughs> you want to hop on this wild ride? Let me tell you a story and let me see whether I give you a date or not. <laughs> oh see if you can measure up to my standards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I told one of my good friends about it, and she was not amused. So, <laughs> like, I I know that I'm weirder than you. I thought you might find it a little bit funny, but she was oh. like, "That was just stupid." So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, le- lesson learned. Lesson learned. You need to keep a stash of Starburst or something up above your refrigerator. Yes, for emergency. I really do. So that you don't overdose on vitamins or fruit flavored laxatives. <laughs> but you're right. Good on Dole Lax for making those taste so delicious. <laughs> so good. And in hindsight, like, was it worth it? I mean, kind of. Like, it <laughs> did what I needed it to do in every single way. So it was, it was good. It's just that if I have a stash of candy, I know I'm going to get into it. So yeah, that doesn't work for me either. I can't take my own advice because I'm somebody who gets really shaky if I haven't had protein in a while and it's so annoying. So then I'm like, okay, fine. I'll keep a protein bar in my purse, but I I don't eat gross protein bars. Right. So then I'm like, Ooh, I have a protein bar in my purse. You know, when I get the munchies and then I eat it and then I don't have it when I need it. It's just not good. So this is, I'm so glad you say that I do the same thing because I buy all the really good like chocolate cookie dough ones. And then, you know, it's, it's a lot of the times just bored eating like in the Mm -hmm. school pickup line. I'm not even hungry. Am I going to eat that cookie dough bar? Heck yeah. I didn't need it. And now I'm not going to have it when I need it. <laughs> yeah. And I, <laughs> yes. And I always regret it after I eat it. It's like, man, it was there for me and now it's not. And everything just sucks now. I'm going to have to eat a laxative. Yeah. oh my gosh that's so funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I eat laxatives for fun and I pee my pants on a regular basis (laughs) I love you for it and I love you for sharing it (laughs) thank you I'm so you know what I'm glad I did because I know there's got to be another 25 year old out there who pees their pants absolutely anybody had a couple of kids is at risk for that exactly thank you furthermore I think maybe you should change OBs because she didn't help you. And that wasn't very nice the way she reacted. Yeah, she was not very helpful. And she was like, if she was trying to joke, it wasn't working because she was like very serious about it. And yeah, I just was like, okay, I I really also wish that I didn't pee myself. And I'm sorry it's such an inconvenience for you. Right, exactly. Uh, I'll work on that. Like, let me okay. go home and just meditate it out of myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop wishing I peed my pants and I'll just stop. It's it's so silly. You know, they actually physical therapies come a long way with that. I don't I think you should ask if there's a pelvic floor physical therapist around you. You might be able to get that evaluated by somebody who actually has a heart for people who have that problem. <laughs> anyway. Right. I they'll they'll think it's a mistake, like, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie, you were supposed to schedule this for your grandma, I think. Did you <laughs> did you put in the wrong birthday? Nope. It's me, actually. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. And I think it's going to get worse with age. Yes, I'm afraid it may. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should probably take things into my own hands and like actually try and find a solution before it's too late. <laughs> yeah, that's a quality of life problem right there. I was just going to say that. It is. <laughs> Tell us, what are you excited about this coming up in the near future for you? 
I recently extended my blog into also a podcast, so I am excited about that. It's called Mighty Mamahood, and some weeks I just talk about one of my blog posts by myself because I like to rant. (laughs) I listen to podcasts pretty much all day, and I'm too busy to sit down and read a lot, so I kind of created it so that I could put it into a way for people to listen when they're too busy to read. But I've also had on a lot of really awesome women come on to talk about their different journeys of motherhood and just share whatever they're passionate about, whatever story they have with the intention of helping other mamas not feel as alone with whatever they're going through. So I'm really excited about that. And it's starting to pick up a little bit. Yeah, so that's what I've been really working on. That's like my thing right now. You guys, I'm sure you're going to want to hear more of Ashley. So I'll definitely link to her show in the show notes. And I'll let you know all the places where you can find her on her website and Instagram and Facebook and definitely her podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Ashley, you're so much fun. (laughs) Don't take this the wrong way, but I kind of hope some more embarrassing things happen to you soon because you're really fun to talk with. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, I feel like I'm at the point where I can laugh at myself a little more. (laughs) Or, you know, it it doesn't even have to be a news story. If something occurs to you that happened earlier in your life, just let me know and we'll do another episode. This was so much fun. Thank you for being here. I definitely will. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me on. This is so much fun. I love your podcast. And I I was listening to the episode recently where you were talking, I can't remember her name, but um, pregnant and camping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just absolutely needed my PP panties on because it was so funny. I was just like dying laughing while I was mopping the floor. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys, that was so much fun. Remember to follow the show wherever you're listening right now so that new episodes pop into your feed each week. If you have a story to tell, email me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com. And if you want more connection, laughter, and sharing, join the Fancy Free Facebook group. I'd also love it if you tell at least one friend about the show this week. If this show makes you feel less alone or makes you laugh then share it because we would love to get into more listeners' ears. Also, if you use your code FANCYFREE at checkout at Shelfie Shop, you will get free shipping. Just to remind you, if you like to rip your bra off at the end of the day, but you need a little bit of support and coverage and like really, really cozy loungewear and pajamas, check out Shelfie Shop. It's made just for you at S-H-E-L-F-I-E-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Have a wonderful week and remember, no one is as fancy as they look.